What's up, guys, and welcome back to Paint Bravely, the podcast where you can find a little bit of encouragement, discover new ways to make your hobby more fun, and most importantly, learn to paint bravely. Now, we've got some comments here and there that we're going to talk about this week, and I think just in general, talk about, I don't know, just stuff we've been up to. So, uh, so Brent, I'm going to hand it over to you. What have you been up to since we talked last? Okay, I need to start with a pressing issue here. I was listening to Trapped Under Plastic today. You should listen to that. But uh, mm. John and Scott said something false that I needed to bring up. Ooh. Now, Calm they were out. talking about their plans for 2021 and like, oh, I'm going to make an Age of Sigmar army. I'm going to make a 40K army. And then they were talking about what they were going to paint up for 40K. And... You know, one of them said, oh, I think you know what I'm painting up. And I was like, oh, I think you know what I'm painting up. They're apparently going to be painting up some Dark Eldar. And they called dibs. They were, like, fighting with each other overhead. Who had dibs on Dark Eldar? Really? And that's wrong because I have dibs on painting Dark Eldar. So yeah. um, just, just to emphasize, here's a raider full of raiders, you know? Uh... <laughs> Here's a raider full of raiders, mm -hmm. and you can be uh, you can listen to this on your phone. You can watch this on YouTube. Um, yeah. Here's another full of raider raider full of raiders. I could do this all day, but I'm not gonna. We're gonna move on here. Yeah, yeah raiders for uh, dibs. Yeah, yeah. I just I just need John and Scott to know. Actually, I have dibs on Dark Eldar. Uh, yeah. But no, that that uh, brings back fond memories of uh, middle school woodshop class. Of, I think we were supposed to be making like corner shelf or something, but we were arguing over <laughs> who was going to play which faction. It's a good time. <laughs> yeah, that's how uh, that's how folks picked factions. You figure out what your friends are playing, and you fill in the gaps, and you know. Yeah. 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 How how did that? I mean, just since we're on that topic, like, how did you end up with Dark Eldar specifically? Because this goes back what now? You've had dibs for. 25 years at least 20 yeah 20 okay yeah yeah man it's hard to remember at this point uh <laughs> like i think like mr turner was yelling at somebody else and we were having our little discussion about which armies were cool and mm -hmm. man i can't remember i think because other people had the space marines and the imperial guard and i just wound up with them i'm not even sure how but here we are that's the important thing yeah. Whatever happened on that day, I called dibs. I know that. Yeah. You got dibs. I'm just yeah. just setting the yeah. timeline, some precedence, you know, just helping you out there. <laughs> this is all insane, though, because I realize that most people just play uh, Space Marines. And so calling mm -hmm. dibs is stupid because everyone just plays Space Marines anyway. And the fact that there's going to be uh, like three Dark Eldar players in the world really isn't that big of an issue. It's a good point, maybe. Yeah, I mean, we'll and, and you'd it. hope that they would, uh, they'd be good enough to paint more than one army in their lifetime. Mm -hmm, I mean, maybe, mm -hmm. maybe, uh, maybe not Scott, but I think John might get around to two or three. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, just historically, this is kind of an underplayed army, and there was a long period of time where they were on the same codex for ten years and stuff. Oof. And it was like a real surprise yeah. when they actually updated the model line and. Um, uh, so yeah, it's, it's kind of fun to hear that other people are getting into it. And of course, I'm sure we're all going to have different paint schemes, but this is kind of a heads up to anyone who does some speculation on eBay. 
you know, buy low, sell high, that kind of thing. Maybe later on in 2021, there's going to be some YouTubers generating hype for Dark Eldar Drukari. So mm-hmm. now's the time to buy because those those prices might be spiking as we get into 2021 here. Yeah, when was the last time they had an update? It's been a fifth while, edition. right? Yeah, yeah, it's been it's a while. Fifth edition, but the the models from then are good. There's That's you true. know four or five like really good plastic kits from then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six or seven. I don't know. There's there's several good plastic kits from them that that still look really good. So yeah. Well, if if I was gonna play Dark Eldar, because I almost had dibs on that when I was also a wee lad, um, I ended up switching to Eldar. But my first go to was Dark Eldar. Because, you know, they're dark. That's what we did. <laughs> Metal. Um, but having having those, some of those newer kits with, you know, the stuff that you don't like. Uh, like the flayed kind of flesh dudes. Uh, things like that. Like, I'm way into that. So, you know, there's there are options within the Dark Eldar Codex, I suppose. Yeah, you can get right in there, too. But I'm just I'm just thinking for the the speculation, you know, buying and selling commodities. You know, get your get your stocks going. Yep. Buy those cheap dark Eldar now. John Scott and I are gonna hype them up throughout the year. And eventually it's just gonna be impossible to get uh, an Archon <laughs> when you need one, and that's when you yeah, sell. Right. That's all I'm saying, yeah. So I'm looking. So that's me. That's that's the first thing I needed to say. What's what's new with you, Casey? Um. Well, I'm trying to look on my phone. There, I was I was actually looking at an army lot for Dark Eldar yesterday, and I saved the auction. Of course, you were. I was like legitimately. I was looking for it on my phone to show proof. Um. But yeah, I I, I thought okay, I'm not just gonna buy this outright. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait. Um. Actually, I've been doing a lot of eBay lately. Uh, just today, I got I think four packages. So, kind of gearing up for the year. Um, kind of have some ideas of where I want to take things, channel wise, like narratively. Um, so I'm trying to get like a nice collection of of used models ready to go. Um, I bought this awesome squad of Space Marines that I will send a picture to Matt, and he can put them up. Um, really cool like they they've got to be you know first edition second edition super tiny space marines um they're like a squad on their own they're some kind of like elite five-man squad or something i don't know what they are specifically but some of the coolest models that i've ever bought for this game and i don't know why i've never seen them before but they're awesome so yeah i've just been doing a lot of that and uh Getting geared up to get a new tattoo, which oh, I saw is that. interesting. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't. I'm not sure why I did it. Probably because I wanted to, anyways. But I basically bet the viewers of my YouTube channel. You know, if if we can get to a certain amount of likes, I would get a tattoo and I would film it, and uh, it hit the number in like three hours and it's like quadruple the amount of likes I've ever gotten on a video. So yeah. Shouldn't, uh, yeah, you you bribed your viewers with the 
the promise of body mutilation if they gave you some likes for your videos. So <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I and, hope you uh, have a really cool uh, orc tattoo in mind. <laughs> a lot of good I've, options. Yeah, I've got a few different really fun things. Um, I'm actually going in. So we're recording right now is a Monday. I'm going in in two days on a Wednesday. So by the time this podcast comes up, you won't see it on me anywhere. But uh, yeah, a video should be up right now. So you'll see the, the tattoo. When this nice. podcast you got goes your, live. Uh, you got your location. You, you have everything planned, though. You got your yeah. location. Where is it? Uh, it's going to be on my, my forearm right here. Inner, okay. inner forearm. Yeah. Yeah. If, so. if Casey hits 10,000 likes, full sleeve orc tattoo. Uh, so funny thing. I'm, I'm promising the viewers here right now. <laughs> uh, if this video gets 10,000 likes, Casey is getting a full sleeve orc tattoo. I mean, I'll, I'll do it. I will. 10,000 I mean, likes, people. 10,000 likes, and I'll get a full sleeve on this side. Mm -hmm. I, I could do that. I can manage mm -hmm. that. I don't know if, uh, I don't see. That's the thing. I thought what I was asking for was too, too high. Like, I thought maybe there's a chance. But that was stupid. I was stupid because it didn't take long at all. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's planned out. Actually, as soon as it hit the number, I made some phone calls and asked if I could come in and film and do all this stuff. And they're like super cool about it. Um, and it's all scheduled and ready to go. So like there no backing go. out now, I've already put my deposit down. <laughs> so yeah, it, it should be interesting, but I wasn't expecting to, to actually do that right now. It was like something that was in the back of my mind and I was like, Oh, this would be fun to kind of test out whether or not likes actually do anything to your video. Turns mm -hmm. out they don't do anything. Yeah. Like, there was zero difference in any of the metrics for that video being liked way more than any other video I have. Yeah, but you got more likes. Yep. So there's Made that. Made me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. I'm looking forward thing. to that, Casey. That's going to be good. Yeah, it should be good. Pretty happy about that. But yeah, when you when you said the number that you were shooting for, I was like, oh, Casey's just already decided to get a tattoo. And <laughs> yeah. I thought I was I I thought it was a fine <laughs> number. Uh, I thought wrong. Yeah, very good. Yeah, right. so so that's what's going on for me. Other than that, I'm painting still painting corn. Still painting corn. Oh, I understand. So much. Yeah. yeah. So I'm still painting chaos myself. I've got yeah. my my uh, chaos undivided here, my my yellow boys. Still so cranking sweet. along on those. Um yeah, not to date this episode too much, but this was the week where there was a a lynch mob in the capital of the United States, so I kind of took a few days off to scroll Twitter on one monitor right. while uh playing Warhammer 2 Total War on the other one. So uh, Yeah. Yeah. But luckily on Steam sale, I was able to pick up a DLC for Warhammer Total War, and I got the the Chaos Warriors. So trying to did really you, immerse myself in this uh, yeah. Archaeon Ever Chosen Army. And something I learned is that the Marauder Horsemen are pretty cool. The 
the mm. models are like just barely cool enough to to still work. They're pretty old. The that's true. The the chaos marauders on foot are some of the ugliest models that are still in plastic and still <laughs> sold by GW. But the ones on horseback yeah. are are good enough. The for... horses give them a sense of movement that the the riders don't technically have. <laughs> like yeah. the the flowy capes coming off the horses make it look better. Yeah, the, the horses on those are actually pretty good, which helps a lot. Yeah. And then the riders are wearing just a little bit more armor, I feel, than the marauders on foot. And it just covers, like, some of their clunkier features just a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about expanding out in that direction, but... More horses is good. Yeah, as as always, I can't rec recommend enough the Steam sale, and uh, I always recommend Warhammer Total War. A truly great game. I've I've loved the Total War series forever, and uh, the Warhammer yeah. edition is is really something special. Yeah, I still still haven't gotten it. Hey, I, someday you'll yeah. get there. You'll get there. It's it's on my wish list, my Steam wish list. So eventually, it'll go on sale because I think it's still like. 50 or 60 bucks like when it's not on sale it's still really expensive yeah well it's it's worth it warhammer 2 the mm -hmm. the campaign especially is is really well designed nice so yeah so get there's there that yeah yeah um let's see along those lines uh i i broke one of my new year's resolutions already i was gonna stop <laughs> taking my phone to bed but uh, really? then a lynch mob invaded the U.S. Capitol, and so I had to keep scrolling Twitter. So <laughs> right. So um, you don't you just seen... set it like next to your bed and charge it. No, well, I I have it. It's enough feet away that I can't like put it down from bed. Like I oh, need to okay. get out of bed to go to where the charger cradle is, and so yeah. it's it's either the phone is in its charger cradle on my desk or the phone is under the pillow that snuffles is sleeping on interesting and that which is where it was for like most of 2020 but i'm gonna try yeah. for 2021 for that phone to be charging overnight and for me not to be staying up an extra half hour every night like <laughs> right wasting my life but, yeah, yeah. I, I know that that feeling um yeah a while back there were a few different phone companies including apple for a little while they're like yeah you really shouldn't sleep with a phone under your pillow um might explode, kill you. Especially that's those not Samsung my concern. My, my concern <laughs> is the the endless cycle between Instagram to Twitter to <laughs> YouTube Studio app to like a point zero one percent chance of sudden death is fine. <laughs> that's not the problem. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the problem is losing between half an hour and three hours of sleep every night because of like weird social media addictions. That's that's the right, real. Right. That's how they get you. Yeah. I mean that that literally is how they get you. They got you. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, after the sixth of January, like I needed to stay on Twitter for for a few more hours that day. Keep keep scrolling, keep scrolling. Um. Yeah, see what's you going get, on. You got me. You got me. Yeah. yeah. It it was it reminded me of the the episode of South Park that came out not long after September 11th mm -hmm. when uh Stan's mom Sharon 
it just goes into a phase where she's just lying on the couch watching cable news for like weeks at a time. <laughs> yeah. And that was a funny episode in general, but that, that really hit hard. Like, like, yeah. I mean, that was like, that was the truth though. Right. right. Like I remember right. that very distinctly. Yeah, Randy comes yeah. into the room and it's like, uh, Sharon, hon, you, right. you gonna, you gonna do something? Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's just not even forming words she's lying on the couch under a blanket watching cable news yeah luckily i, I snapped out of it after a, a couple of days and i at least got some good video game playing done that's good hmm. it's all right <laughs> uh, it does bring up another thing um painting while in quarantine sucks a lot I have the opposite uh, experience, but tell tell me yours. <laughs> well, okay, so like for the most part, it's been pretty all right. But uh, my my son's preschool has been shut down several times because like somebody that's been in the building tested positive, and they're like, "All right, we got to shut it down," you know, for the appropriate amount of like ten day, fourteen day, whatever it is. Um, so last week. I got a call Monday at like 12. Oh, you got to come pick your, your kid up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was exposed last Thursday and the test just came back positive. That's when it started. So got to pick him up and uh, we're closing everything down. So last week, um, yeah, I, I had like eight hours to make last week's video. It was, a uh, an intense staying up several hours each night kind of thing, trying to finish that thing and, and trying to paint while having a four-year-old around is next to impossible. <laughs> I see. Yeah. You, uh, you, you meant parenting during quarantine yeah. is rough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did I write painting? Yes. You wrote painting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's all the same. Um, yeah. I just wanted to throw that out there because uh, autocorrect in our week. notes here also changed corn army it to Koran yeah. army. Uh, uh, so yeah, that'd be interesting. You got you got to watch your autocorrects, Casey. That's all I'm saying. Uh, see, I I put this document together. I don't even know. It was three or four in the morning after I was painting and editing. Oh right, <laughs> it was okay. one. It's one of those nights, right? That's what Fair I'm saying. Enough. Quarantine. Just in general of like actually having to stay somewhere and not go anywhere because you possibly could have a disease that'll spread. It's like, great, okay. Time to just do everything when everyone else is asleep. Yeah. Well, that's what we're doing now, right? That That is actually very true. Yes. We could have done this eight hours earlier. <laughs> we just chose not to. Here we are. All right, I got I got more updates. I put out an epoxy video. I put out another hobby science video. This yes, one's cranking did. in right at nine out of ten because the deck was loaded with uh, what I thought about the Horus Heresy series. And, right. Uh, yeah. After twenty-one books, I decided I do not really all that much like the Horus Heresy series. Twenty-one no. though. You got twenty-one in. I I tried. I tried so hard, Casey. I. I, I mean, gave it all I had, and then I was just out. <laughs> I got to hand it to you. That's 21 books in, and then decided that's 
It's pretty good. Well, because some of them aren't bad, and I do actually want to know what the the story is. Right. Uh, but I just realized that the story could be told in about three books, and they're choosing oh, sure. not to do that. They, I'm they sure. Yeah. Leaned strongly against telling it in three books, so. <laughs> A trilogy's not good enough. They need 48 books. But but anyway, so that 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 video is why my hobby science two part epoxies is coming in at nine out of ten instead of ten out of ten right now. But that's okay. That 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 still means a lot of people watched that video, which oh, yeah. I actually think is is really cool that I can just make a science video and get yes. thousands of people to watch it. Um, this is. I mean, it's gratifying to me, like, one, because I enjoy talking about that stuff, and it's cool that I can uh, put some actual education into a YouTube yeah, video. right. Uh, but also, at some point, I assume that I will run into folks from, that I went to, like, school with and went to grad school with, and be mm -hmm. like, oh, what are you up to? Like, oh, I'm a professor at MIT. What are you up to? Like, <laughs> you know, I, I make you YouTube know. videos, but... I, I do. Uh, but if you total up the hours, I probably taught more chemistry than you did this year. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> With one video. <laughs> yeah. Uh, certainly if I make two videos a year, that, that certainly just yeah. about cover it. Yeah. Um, no, but seriously, like uh, even this video that's not doing very well, it's got like 2000 hours of watch time right now. Right. And... I don't know, depending on how many students you're teaching in a semester, like that's a good chunk of a semester right there. Yeah. So, uh, quick hopefully math, I didn't make I any mistakes uh, in that 10-minute like... video, yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, it wasn't a triangle. It was, uh, it was round. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... I'm actually thinking about the scene in Breaking Bad now where Walter White is like meeting his old friends from school and they're all super successful and they're like, oh, what are you up to? He's like, I, I was working at a car wash because you know, <laughs> the, the school district isn't paying me enough. Yeah. Yep. That's the thing. You got to take matters into your own hands. Don't don't let that, that pressure of other people's success getting your way. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So that's that's why this this little epoxy video still gives me that like, oh, I I still taught more hours of chemistry this semester than you did. So Yeah. I mean, sure you did it in an academic sitting and I did it. They're um, just a bunch of corporate stooges. But... It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> They're just looking yeah. for tenure. <laughs> yeah, I Oh, you're making very good money working for uh, Dow or or Pfizer. That's that's cool. That's, yeah, cool. I, <laughs> I painted this orc. I mean, who had more fun? Come on, be honest. <laughs> uh, no, we're in good place right now. If if 2020 had gone on for a few more years, like this, this conversation could have gotten pretty dark. But no, we're we're good. We're good. Don't worry about me. Right. <laughs> My self worth is is all in check. It's it's within the tolerable ranges here. I mean, I I think that's a very important thing. Like uh, that's why I will never go to a reunion. Go to what? Like a school reunion. Oh, a reunion. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. because literally, like the only reason to have it is so that you can 
stack yourself up with other people. I mean, that's yeah. essentially what they're for. <laughs> and no thank you. I, I went to one of mine last year, and, you know, it was that, I don't know, YouTube channel of 30,000 subscribers or something like that, which is, yeah. it's getting there, but it's not like I'm a lawyer and I'm married and I have two children and, and a house and, uh, mm -hmm. but hey, you know, you, you win some, you lose some, but. Yeah. <laughs> Go back in another 10 but, years. But next for you, Jin, just wait till I see thousand. how many subscribers I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you have You're three children now? Oh, very nice. I have three YouTube channels, Goobertown Cats. <laughs> Pay wait what's the third one? podcast <laughs> there you go Town hobbies and that's that's the one you got to look out for yeah yeah oh man yeah i didn't think about it that way that's funny i mean i know we do this on youtube it's youtube.com slash paint bravely the podcast if you are listening to this on podcast services uh we have video going and comments just throwing that out there but it's it's a weird thing like i i forget that we have this as a youtube channel that like we upload regularly it's just kind of a thing that happens and it's it's weird. Yeah, if you're if you're watching the YouTube video right now, you can see this cat being really annoying and you can kind of place some of the noises that you're hearing in the background. Right. If you ever wondered, it's a good place yeah. to check. <laughs> some some of this stuff is explained in the in the further reading. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In the bonus material, you can see what all those weird sounds are. Exactly. Indominus, here we come. <laughs> Yeah, there's a little blanket in that Indominus box behind me, so mm -hmm. normally the cat's, like, pretty happy there for a while. Usually. All right. All right, we yeah. took care of that. We saved that one. <laughs> oh, oh, hold hold on. We got we do have one tie-in we can do here. Um, I was just talking about putting out a, a chemistry video because that ties to my past and nobody else is putting out chemistry videos, you know? Right, right. I see where we're going with this. Um, so we did get a comment a little while back uh, from AR. Curious what you guys think about the YouTube side of the hobby and if there are some niches that could be filled or, you know, what your favorite type of mini miniature videos are. Um, so, you know, what are your favorite kind of YouTube genres and what would be fun to combine with miniature painting and that kind of stuff. So... It sounds like a question from somebody who's maybe a little YouTube curious, mm. maybe maybe thinking about uh, uploading some videos and and seeing what happens. And the the reason I wanted to to mention this comment now is just to go along with my hobby science videos. Of that is a niche that very early on when I was putting together my channel, I was like, this is something that I want to do that does not really exist uh at least not in our corner of youtube and uh <laughs> i i am more equipped to do than many other people are and so I'd say so um <laughs> i am not immediately thinking of a niche that i see that needs to be filled and and like when when i do see that i try to fill it as best i can right but this is this is for anyone who is thinking of of doing content. I mean, very much think about what your strengths are, what are your your passions, your interests, your your knowledge bases, 
what uh, tools or filming locations do you have that maybe other people don't? Um, and I don't know, kind of a, a, I don't know if this is a top-down construction or a bottom-up construction, but... Depends. It's a little bit of both, probably. Like, like chemistry is top-down, right? Or or it's uh, it's both of, I recognized that it was a niche that wasn't being filled, and it was, uh, this is a skill set I already have, and, right. and kind of those two meeting together, and... Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, guy knows how to make music, you know how to make music. Actually, most of the YouTube people I know know how to make music. <laughs> That's a thing we're going to have to talk about at some point. That literally, I, and I want to say legitimately, 90% of miniature painting YouTubers have been in a band and play music. Yeah, uh, A-Rock, if your thing was going to be that you put your own music on your channel... It's, it's got to be better than guys. It's, it's got to be, or at least like different <laughs> but equal. You know? uh, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, it's got it's to have a, a flavor that that the other folks aren't bringing. Yeah. Um, also, on a side side note to that, uh, my band, including editor Matt, he's in, he's in my band. Um, we are going to be putting together an album for eBay miniature rescues. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Mark your calendars, folks. Yeah. You heard yeah. it here first. 12 years from now. I'm sure it'll drop anytime. But as I'm far ready. as genres and uh, designing of a YouTube channel, having a niche is super important. Obviously, I went with the angle of rescuing miniatures, right? Nobody else was really doing that on YouTube. There are you were, you know, some videos here and there, people saying, oh, yeah, I bought these off of eBay and I'm going to I'm going to strip them and rescue them and do this thing. And since I was already doing that and that was my main form of being in the hobby anyways. Sweet. Let's make a YouTube channel about it. Nobody else is. You know, and I mean, it, it, it can be something as simple as that, right? Um, like my my A plus gold million dollar YouTube channel idea for miniature painting is it's called. The faces of Warhammer. And all you do is paint faces from every faction, every different kind of skin tone, showing how to do it. This face is from this era of Warhammer. This is how you do the eyes, all of the things, just faces. A plus. So I came across a YouTube channel recently, and I think I shared it with you. And it's a Star Wars fan, a collector who only yes. likes. Jabba's Palace and it's an entire YouTube channel devoted to like Star Wars toys but only Jabba's Palace <laughs> but just so, Jabba yeah yeah so so we'll have like a whole review series on models of Jabba and then a whole review series on Jabba's sail barge and then yeah. like a <laughs> unboxing of Bib Fortuna like just <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I was so happy to see that because because that is a niche right there. Yes, like that that man has established themselves as a go to resource for Jabba's palace. If you mm-hmm. are really into Return of the Jedi, and yeah. like the the less interesting half of it, Return of the Jedi, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, that, niches that can itself. be pretty deep. If you want to do faces of Warhammer, you do faces of Warhammer. 
and actually i i know a rock here and i've seen a lot of his work is does a good job of posting on on the discord server but um a lot of a lot of attention to detail a lot of really getting blends and stuff right so there's room for that we gotta gotta figure out a fun little twist to yeah to sell it but yeah that i think that's exactly right which is which is not helpful because they they just asked us like what's a good idea for a niche and we said you got to find your niche. Well, but that's the thing, right? It's one of those, you yeah. know, <laughs> it's one of those. I think things. the operating word is your niche, though. Yes. Um, I mean, you can kind of do it by like, what are the holes? But mm-hmm. I think a better approach might be, what are my strengths? What are my interests? What do I want to do? Um, yeah. What what am I want to put the time in for? Yeah. I mean, and that's that's the thing because, you know, like I I sit down every week, every single week to make a new video, and I have to look at the stuff that I have and go, what is exciting, and figure something out. Um. And if I wasn't excited about it, I I wouldn't continue to do it every week. Uh, so if, if it's something that if you're just trying to fill a hole, you know, find the gap in the, in the market, as it were, like, that's just not sustainable because you're not going to be happy. And that's why it is finding your specific niche. If it's something that you really like doing, like legitimately, if you actually loved painting faces and like you picked out models specifically because you're like, that has a sweet face. I can't wait to paint that. Like that would make perfect sense. If not, you're probably going to get burnt out in a few months. Agreed. <laughs> All right, you want you want to move on to a new comment here, Casey? Sure. Which one? This is all you, Casey. Oh, you mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, okay. That's exactly what I mean. That's exactly what you mean. All right. Well, specifically. When I uh, started the document for this week's podcast, I wanted to talk about kind of legacies. Uh, like, what happens to our models? I I mean, when we die, I guess there's no better way to put that. Like, what happens to our models in general? Like, where do they go? You know, when we buy used models, where are those coming from? And are we thinking about that fully, I guess, when we buy used models? Because I don't tend to think about it because it's usually a transactional thing but you know we've talked about on this channel before brent you picked up that sweet 200 dollars warhammer lot on craigslist turned out that the guy had passed away and that's how you got that lot so it kind of changes the way that you think about those models you know you did that restoration specifically because you were thinking about it differently right um so i made a video few weeks ago called the worst Warhammer army I've ever seen. Now there are plenty of reasons why it is the actual worst army I've ever seen. It has nothing to do with paint job, but I got a message on, or I got a comment on that video and all of the subsequent videos about this army. And I guess I'll just read it. So this is from KK as the original seller, a bit of backstory. 
I have been buying and selling Warhammer for 15 years. I also do professional painting jobs and commissions for fun. About four years ago, a fellow wargamer gave me his nine-year-old son's corn army after he passed away for free. It was his first army and was using it to learn how to paint. I placed them in simple green, but ironically moved to Reno shortly after for work. When I returned back home to PA beginning of last year, I discovered them and put them up for sale. He was downsizing at the time. Ironically, if I had them with me in Nevada, I could have walked a mile to the house and said, free army, here you go. And at the bottom it says, please remember, we all start somewhere. Now, obviously, I buy a lot of used miniatures, and I don't know where they're coming from. Um, and this is the first time that I've actually gotten a comment on a video where I'm pretty sure it's actually legit that this is the person that sold me the army. I can't be sure of that, but the name stands out, and I'm pretty sure is the person I bought it from on eBay. Um, after a while, eBay erases your history. You can only go in so deep, so I can't actually check. But it does sound familiar. Yeah, now, obviously. Him. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> um, yeah, you have any thoughts so far, Brent? Because, <laughs> yeah. like, there's a lot in this. There's a lot to unpack here. Well, uh, first off, I think it's interesting that this is the first person to say, hey, I recognize that army mm -hmm. or, or I recognize that model. Um, and this was bound to happen as your channel is growing. Uh, I would have expected it before now, honestly, but this is, this was going to happen. It's interesting that this was the first one, um, completely separate of, you know, the, the origins of this army. It's hilarious that the first message that you got was on the video titled <laughs> the worst Warhammer army I've ever seen. <laughs> and you got a, and you got a response. Uh, I sold you this. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it makes us, uh, it makes us think about where our stuff goes after we pass. Right. Yeah. And I mean, as unfortunate as the story that's been given here, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, obviously I, I wrote the title worst Warhammer army I've ever seen, not knowing anything about this backstory. You know, it's mostly harmless. It's a half-stripped army. You know, there's no, there's some paint on it, but there's not like a paint job on the models. So it's not like I'm going in making fun of, you know, somebody's models here. But it still makes me feel bad. Yeah. Yeah, I I think you got a a layer of protection there because it is bad because it was partially stripped. Like it, you are. Yeah. You're really not making uh, light of any one's paint job here. No, and I, I've certainly gone out of my way to to say the exact opposite thing. Like, of course, we're like not making fun of people's progress, right? And plus, you gotta bait those clicks, man. Gotta bait <laughs> I mean, those clicks. That's what it is, right? <laughs> yeah. Like this video is almost my highest viewed video at this point. Almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a couple of things here. One, I mean, tragic that this belonged to a, a nine-year-old who's no longer with us. But two, 
how many other like items belonging to that kid are actually worth money like this is this is a reminder that that our figurines like this hobby retains value pretty well even mm -hmm. if it is you know covered in half stripped paint like these mm -hmm. these things do have resale value and you know when we pass so many of the things so many of our possessions do just you know go to the the trash or or maybe they'll go to you know salvation army or some other secondhand right, yeah. uh, swap place but you know a lot <laughs> a lot of our possessions just depreciate in value so quickly but our our figurines are something that are very likely to go and end up with another collector they mm -hmm. it is likely that they will uh, you know, after our passing, not just go in the trash can two months later, it is very likely that they will go on and live beyond us through someone else. And so that's kind of the question we're talking about here of thinking about what happens to our stuff, but then to a degree, we don't need to worry about that too much. What we need to worry about is how we treat right. those things that belonged to someone before us. Yeah, and it kind of kind of got me thinking about like how I want to frame the last video because you know I am putting, I mean I'm putting as much effort as I can into making this army decent, mm -hmm. and kind of having this backstory, which you know like I said I've never gotten before from a seller, like puts into context kind of the work that I've been doing, you know it's. It's like on one hand, okay, I'm fixing the army up to sell it so I can keep doing this channel, right? But now it's it's more of a like a legacy thing. I want to keep this going. I want this story to continue. Like unfortunately, you know, obviously he died too soon. There's there's no better way to put that. And you know, if this was my first army, I certainly would have appreciated someone to pick up where I left off. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's just interesting how, you know, a comment like this just changes your entire viewpoint on something like just toys that we have. Um, yeah, it just kind of hit me a little bit, and I just wasn't sure how to think about it, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean I mean there's options here like you could uh reach out to this commenter and you know see if see if the family wants to tell you anything to put as a very short tribute into your final video on this. Uh mm -hmm. that's just brainstorming here. Not, well, not they, they supposedly live but... in the same state that I do, in the same town. Hmm. Yeah, so. that's that's a fair point. Um, and I mean, you know, whoever this is may just want to move past those memories and not talk to a YouTuber who paints toys. But right, um, uh, I mean, I I think you were planning on selling this, but now now are you blocked into uh, giving this to a charity auction uh, for for you know cancer research or something like there's there's I options mean, here or, yeah there's uh, there are certainly a lot of options like or, i mean or I, take, I take one I of the, still... the hqs take the 
take the what <laughs> i've forgotten the name whatever the <laughs> greater blood demon that you painted for this video was and put that right. in a charity auction or something well the those see and that's that's where it gets a little more confusing is that some of this army isn't from that auction sure 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 so now it's kind of this whole thing right um yeah i uh, like a majority of the models are um and i still yeah. have a bunch of the models that were uh broken um and the ones that that were kind of melty and not really usable i i can do something with those i could do something like that um I mean, the reason that I'm painting the army is to sell and fund this channel further, and I don't see a way around that technically. Sure. Like, um, I mean, other know. possibilities are. This is kind of what I did with with one model from from Chris. Is yeah, I painted one model up as as kind of the the tribute to the person who had originally owned that collection, and I put yeah. it in just my display case of I am keeping this just as is. And the purpose is pretty much to remind me of where I got a lot of my models from. Um, right, I like that. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I I like that video that you did. That whole restoration kind of a thing it was it was good. Yeah, um, and of course, in in your situation, the 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 decision to to strip the army had been made for you. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, you know, there's there's not a lot to preserve there. Uh, you know, you could. I don't know if the actual like comp force composition of the army was anything special or if it was just pretty much what you would expect for a, yeah. for a corn army at that time. I, I think it was two um, star collecting boxes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So In fact, I'm pretty sure that's not much to do there, but I don't know if there's any like, like a duplicate character in there, a duplicate uh, blood secretor or, or something, you know? Yeah, actually um, that does bring to mind. I do have, there is one, uh, HQ unit that I won't be selling. So that would be, that would be the perfect model. Yeah. It's, it's one of the fancier corn heroes too. So yeah, that, yeah. that would be perfect. Yeah. Um, um, and it's stripped a little less too. Like you can still kind of see what it looked like. So that, that might be a good, good way to go. I mean, it's pretty clear that you've been working with like the same color palette because you can still see like the, yeah, the nasty half stripped red and so there is yeah. that at least you're you're paying homage in that way yeah and uh in fact that one of the the blood letters was like one of the old gw ones um and it had a blue sword on it like the classic blue sword yeah on the demon and all of these have blue swords yep so i mean i i have to assume uh, you know, because it's all the information I have that that's as close to maybe what it was originally intended to be. I don't know. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. So, so I've been brainstorming, you know, ways to pay special tribute or whatever here, but the fact that you're taking an abandoned project and finishing it, that's, that is huge right there in itself. That's, that is awesome. So many mm. of our, you know, figures do not get finished and certainly don't get done up as well as you're doing to this army. So that that's great. Um, but yeah, I mean, it raises this issue of uh, this hobby has been around for 30 years in terms of like gaining enough popularity so that there's like a lot of models floating around for 
you know, yeah. 20 or 30 years in terms of yeah. sheer uh, integration of numbers of models being produced and owned and collected. Um, but that means that as time goes on, uh, more and more of the collectors of Warhammer models are going to pass away. Mm -hmm. And uh, they have been collector's items for the last 20 years. They will likely continue to be so for a while longer, mm -hmm. uh, especially if we're, you know, continuing to grow this hobby and, and keep people interested and, and keep the market going well on, on these things. Yeah. So, so there's absolutely going to be, um, you know, a, a tradition and, uh, I don't know manners around what you do with uh a comrades things uh, right yeah yeah which is which is kind of what i wanted to, to talk about you know and i suppose from here we can kind of jump off and say you know what would what would you like to happen with your collection yeah Somebody needs to paint all this stuff, right? Uh, I'm going to do my it. best. I'm going to do my best, but time's ticking here, so exactly. Look, I'm going to I'm going to try to uh, you know not stay up all night every night reading Twitter. I'm going to try to get some sleep. I'm going to try right. to eat healthy, and I'm going to try to devote as much time as I can to painting models. But yeah, we we all know I'm not going to finish. So uh, let it be known here and now that. You know, if you end up with some of these things, just try to try to keep that going. Somebody's got to paint them. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. But but no, there's there's that meme of, you know, when I pass, I hope my family uh, doesn't sell these for what I told them I paid for them. <laughs> that is that is my always the thing. Fear right? is that my <laughs> my wife sells my minis for uh -huh. what I told her I paid for them. Three hundred dollars, right? Like. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I was talking with, uh, this is a while back now, but I was talking with Blake from Life After the Cover Save, and he mm -hmm. was saying, um, or alternatively, that's exactly what should happen, is sell your stuff for cheap, get them out, get them out to people. Uh, yeah. You know, especially if it is going to be like a big score for, um, you know, some nerd on, on Craigslist. I mean... Yeah, like that, that drove you to, to doing greater things within the hobby. Here we are. Exactly. I like that option. Yeah. So, I mean, throughout human history, the inheritance of items and should you keep them and do you actually use them and when do you get rid of great grandma's China has, has always been a question. For sure. Yeah. And like I'm pretty sure uh, that my parents have like my father's grandmother's china. Like I think they still have that in a box somewhere. And someday it will be up to me to bring that box to Goodwill. Uh, it's <laughs> it's not my turn yet, but someday it will be. Isn't that that is a strange thing? Like uh, there's a sense of obligation that your parents still hold, and and you know that eventually. It's going to come down to you to pick right. that box out of the attic or garage or wherever to place it in your car and to drive it to Goodwill, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, but you can't do it yet because they're watching. Yeah. The, but it's it's going to get there. 
No, I mean, I don't think they have... Uh... <laughs> I think the obligation on that sort of thing wanes generation by generation yeah. until eventually it's like, no, these things are just made out of lead. Like, uh, I'm not even sure if we should be right. giving these to uh, the goodwill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, well, like, I I assume, and and definitely correct me if I'm wrong, but I assume that you have been watching The Repair Shop on Netflix. I've been told to, but I haven't been. Okay. Oh, a couple of months ago, I, I decided to downsize. I actually canceled Netflix. That's that's the one I've canceled what? successfully. I've successfully canceled <laughs> CBS All Access and Netflix. But Netflix <laughs> was one I'd, I'd had for like 10 years, and they yeah. jacked up the price by like $1 a month. And I was just like, no, I can't, <laughs> can't keep doing this. Uh, but it was a situation. It's like, look, I've... Oh, Netflix man. had been like my primary one for for years. I'm like, uh-huh. no, we're gonna we're gonna give this like a year in the off cycle to kind of reseed the earth, you know, get right, the, right, get those new shows, get some crop coming. rotation here. Yeah, I'll yeah. try to I'll try to concentrate on Amazon Prime and Hulu for 2021, and then you know, maybe we cycle back to Netflix once we got a, a couple more seasons of a few key shows on there. Yeah, yeah. So no, I have not watched the Repairman. Uh, I'll maybe I'll I'll make a little note. I I had thought you had been because Repair of that shop. restoration video because that's what they do. Um, it's it's a repair shop. They take all sorts of stuff that that has been you know things that have been handed down through the generations. Oh, this is my great grandmother's you know chair or clock or whatever it is. Um, and I've been watching that show a whole bunch. Uh, because it, it it is this like love of the thing and bringing back these memories and they're restoring stuff to its original, you know, kind of what it looked like when it was new. Um, and it's very meticulous and, and, and it's just a really cool show. Uh, you don't see that too often. And of course, it, you know, kind of hit with me because that's kind of what I try and do. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, I, don't, I just I just assumed you had been watching that because it just popped up on Netflix. It's like, here's this new season, this show. And then you were like, yes, I'm doing this restoration thing. I've been watching restoration stuff. So I felt inspired. And I'm like, I know what you're doing, but no, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, on this stuff, like, yeah, you want someone to take care of it, but it's only actually going to get taken care of if it falls into the hands of somebody who's interested in this. Yeah. And so instead of you know, maybe maybe your son and your daughter will will get really into Warhammer and you can just do a, a direct blood relative uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can nominate your heir at some point in your I, will. I mean but... I will if I'm still on YouTube, like that'll just happen. <laughs> like there will be nominations. I will go through the collection. <laughs> Maybe this is the beginning of us writing like extremely long <laughs> last will and testament documents that are just right. like updated and countersigned every year. Yeah. And just like there's there's like two lines at the bottom about all our other belongings and it's just like, you know, uh yeah. section three, paragraph two, uh <laughs> the dark Eldar, otherwise known as Drukari. Uh otherwise known as Drukari. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As true bail vect, I bequeath right. unto uh, <laughs> whoever called dibs first, yeah. undrafted under plastic. <laughs> yeah, 
the following b- b- boxes of Space Marine bits are to be auctioned for no less than, with a yeah. starting bid of. <laughs> uh, that that would be a way to go for sure. The metal the metal sisters of battle, uh, currently mm. known as the Adepta Sororitas, are to be placed on a buy it now auction for one hundred dollars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> adjusted for inflation as per 2037 currency <laughs> like whichever whatever year in which <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> uh, i love it that it, you know that reminds me of something that um i was talking to to luke from geek gaming mm-hmm. um and he was telling me about this other guy oliver from broadsword gaming who has a sandblaster and he's stripping models using a sandblaster and like apparently not damaging models. And I know it sounds crazy. I watched the video. He did it with a forge world Horus heresy model and it looks perfect. And like, he just went in there like blasting the thing. Right. Um, so I'm going to try it out, but, uh, Oliver also promised to give Luke his sandblaster and didn't gave it to his brother instead. Just needed to throw that out there. So, yeah, Article Forty Three, Section B. I'm going to bequeath Luke my sandblaster after I get uh, one. Ollie gets nothing. You're correct. Uh, anything that would otherwise go to Ollie will be buried with me. Uh, <laughs> actually, that'd be hilarious. We didn't we didn't talk about this much before we started the episode, but I think it'd be really funny if one of us just took the position of. I want an extra large coffin and all of my stuff goes (laughs) in there with me. (laughs) Like straight up Viking funeral style. (laughs) We're going to mix it up a little bit. Just, I want the Alaskan coffin, just the triple wide, like throw everything in there. They only made 2000 copies of Ed's Drubail Vect and uh, all four of my copies are being buried with me. (laughs) Right. Like if I can't paint them, no one can. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but no like uh, when whenever you're getting used minis even even if you are assuming that the original owner is still alive but just doesn't care about Mm -hmm. them anymore um i I think the best thing that you can do is just enjoy them and get some use out of them yeah yeah because i i think it's it's a weird thing that i've never actually thought about before like, why did I get this model for $2 when it's obviously, clearly worth $35? Right? Like, I don't know. It, it's one of those things that, like, probably 99% of people will just never think about or care about. But that's why we have this podcast, Brent. I want to talk about weird crap like that. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think the answer is just some people don't spend as much time on craigslist and ebay as you do casey it's entirely possible yeah yeah um look i'm gonna start my last will and testament and and again it's just gonna be like 17 pages of warhammer models Mm -hmm. one page of non-gw products and then just a scrawl at the bottom (laughs) about what to do with the cats yeah right (laughs) you're just assuming that you're gonna go before the cats that's that's noble I like it. Please send cats to Casey. 
or yeah. or new podcast host. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I'm going to get someone to replace you real yeah. quick. <laughs> Please send Snuffles 4 to new podcast host. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, because this obviously doesn't work without the cats, so yeah. might as well just give yeah. up. Um, but yeah, for this army of corn, I think you're doing exactly the right stuff. Like you're just getting it painted up well, making a making a full army out of it, which is something that most models don't get. They don't get to be right. painted up nicely and stand next to their fellows all painted up nicely and mm-hmm. covered in blood. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's uh, funny. Um I haven't used any blood for the blood god on this entire army yet. Haven't Are you just going to break down at the very end and spend like one minute flicking at it at, at everything? I mean, I, I really want to. I'm planting really that in do. your head. Uh, yeah, I know you are. <laughs> like, a part of me wants to, but my problem is I tend to overdo the blood. Um, Because I'll, I'll like do it and I'll be like, oh, that looks so sweet. You know, it's disgusting. Awesome. I'll set it on the table. And, you know, five minutes later, I look by and it's like, where where did I put that blood spatter? And I like, kind of turn them on. Oh, there it is. Right? You know, there's really not enough. And then it just it becomes a problem and there's just too much. Like if I can't see it from 10 feet away, there's not enough blood. Yeah. And then I might as well just, you know, dipped the entire army in blood for the blood god and call it a day. I can't do that. Yeah, it's a lot to think about. You'll have yeah. to make your choice. Yeah. I'm just planting the seed though. I I know. Um it it could use some blood though. Alright, alright. Keep me off that. Don't don't talk about that. Okay, okay. Yeah. My yeah. response to this comment though was that, you know, I felt bad, but I am going to do the best that I can to do justice to this army. And you know, that, that's all I can do. Okay, well, well, here's a tweak on it, though. Uh, you know, both of us have a lot of used models. Do you find it interesting to know the story behind the models that you were not the original owner for? Or or do you kind of like the, the mystery better of, this was a lot of models that I got for $85? I mean, as far as the excitement factor of, I just bought a lot of models for $85, like, I'm yeah. cool with that, but especially when I started getting donations for my channel, I asked people specifically to give me as much background story as possible. Hmm. Um, just to kind of showcase like a little bit of where the models have been, because in some cases, like uh, the original black coach that I painted, uh, I did kind of a collaboration with, um, with Ben from Schnitzy basing. Uh, but he didn't have a channel at the time. I kind of talked him into making one after that. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a whole other thing. But um, like he was saying that he had he had purchased the model secondhand from a guy from like Norway or something. I think it was Norway. And, you know, the like the model just traveled all over the place. And it, it kind of ended up in these different states, um, you know, of disrepair throughout that crazy kind of journey. Like this piece of pewter has been clear across the world several times and been shipped all over the place. Right. So I I thought that was really fascinating. And I I liked that I could add that aspect into the videos. I ironically, I don't think I actually 
talked about that at all in that particular video. But in other videos, I, I have talked about kind of like the models, where they're from, if there was anything about the person that sent them to me. Um, or, you know, like uh, if somebody commissioned something, it's like, well, why do you want this model the way you want it? What is your story? And I really appreciated that. So I don't know. It's, it's like whether or not this comment is true or not, it makes me think deeper about plastic toys than you know any other plastic toy i've ever had right yeah and i think that's something very unique and special about this particular hobby so separately from this i'm really enjoying the idea of of kind of this this new phenomenon happening of whenever somebody sells something on ebay they they keep checking your channel to see if their thing pops up <laughs> Yeah. I I like the idea that this is going to be a a thing going on in the future. I I, yeah. I used to watch a lot of Hearthstone streaming. Mm -hmm. So, uh streamer Kriparian playing Hearthstone and I mean you play a game of cards and then when one game is over, you enter the queue to play a new game and then, you know, 5 seconds later the computer matches you with somebody new. But in that situation, like the, the people watching his stream could be like, okay, he's queuing for a new game. If I queue for a new game right now, mm -hmm. I can play against this streamer and I get to see what he's holding in his hand. Uh, <laughs> That's messed uh, up. And so, you know, uh, stream sniping, it was pretty good against uh, somebody in a card game. Yeah. But I like the idea of ebay miniature rescue is getting so big that anyone who sells a mini on ebay then starts uh like checking your channel or, right. or even like you say that you're collecting a corn army or that you're thinking about getting really into tau and then people start like putting up misspelled tau and right. like uh putting like weird little notes in the box if they get a buyer from uh, nevada <laughs> right i mean i i always I always, every time I open a box from eBay, I'm always like, it'd be awesome if there was a letter in this. It's like a little thing. Mm. And there hasn't been. Um, and it's Come probably because start, my... Start selling your stuff on eBay. <laughs> and if you get a buyer from uh, Reno, you know what yeah. to do. My, my eBay name is my actual name. It's not my YouTube channel name. Because I've had the, the account forever. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to reset my counter my ebay counter and i was not gonna do that you crazy yeah well it's more should. fun if it's a it's a mysterious account i think so right yeah so i mean i i've seen okay so one other time somebody said hey that's my model and i've never gotten a response from that person so i just assume it's fake it was a long time ago too <laughs> um and the only other kinds of comments that I've seen that are somewhat related are like, oh, man, I almost bid on that. Like, yeah, okay, that, that makes I'm sense. I'm glad like, you didn't. Yeah. Thank exactly. you for not doing that. I did apologize to somebody for, like, sniping an auction, like, last minute. It's like, oh, man, I, I was I was trying to buy this on eBay. And I'm like, hey, man, like, I know how I feel after losing an auction, so I just want to apologize right now. <laughs> they're just like, okay, Dear thank viewer, you. <laughs> too slow. Get yeah, wrecked. Exactly. Better that's, luck that's next time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just troll the hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
uninstall. <laughs> <laughs> Should have gotten sniper bot. Yeah. 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 It's an interesting thing to think about for the future. Fascinating. All right. Ready to, to move it along here? Let's move it along. All right. Got a, a longtime viewer, uh, RM, says, um, you say that we need more eyes on this hobby, yet when the hobby is so toxic to outside newcomers in um, so many different ways, um, even uh, above and beyond GW prices, I don't know if the hobby deserves it. You know, I don't know if the hobby deserves more eyes on it. What say you, Casey? I mean, if it's a matter of deserves or not, like, I think everything deserves a chance. Like, I mean, I haven't found the Warhammer community at large to be toxic in any way. Um, I mean, I've been personally called toxic before. I think there there are a lot of people who think that certain specific things might be toxic. I know that there are other YouTube channels that are considered toxic. Um, and maybe that's why we wouldn't necessarily deserve something, but, um, well, you, I mean, you've told the story of the first time you got into Warhammer that you had some bad experiences yeah. and then you got kind of out of the hobby for 20 years. I, I left because yes, it was toxic, but you know, thinking about it, even now, it's like the internet back then was what it was. You know, it's pretty random, filled with who knows what kind of people. Um, I was 11. And people were saying, oh, this is garbage. It's garbage paint job. And it's like, I get, I get worse comments now. But I also get a majority of good comments, too. I'm not sure if the internet as a whole has gotten better since the 90s. Yeah, I don't know. More people on it, for sure. <laughs> um, I mean, my, my take on this is that it, as a whole, I really like the, where the hobby is at. Yeah. On the whole. Um, and as part of me saying that, I'd almost say, find me a hobby that has a better community or that has uh, less negativity. Because if we're talking um, video games or I mean, almost any other thing that you can think of, uh, I don't know, drone, wanna... racing, what, what are hobbies, <laughs> yeah, right. Casey? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, gaming, drone, racing, that's a good one. Uh, parkour. Like across, yeah, uh, yeah, being in music at all, in any capacity, um, you you know you said fish, like what is the most, oh, yeah. like as as a whole, <laughs> what tanks, video have you gotten the small, most? <laughs> tanks too big, wrong temperature. Oh man, uh, that is that OMG, is. Omg, you mixed an Amazonian fish favorite, with an African fish. Favorite like, thing on yeah. YouTube. That is a Central American fish, not a South American fish. That fish is going to grow to the size of. You must be taking bad care of that fish. Uh huh. You you feed that fish tetramin food. You want to be feeding your fish pure ash. You know, it's... Yeah, like that felt toxic. <laughs> that was like that was hostile. 
like going into that comment section was a hostile environment. Like I never seen that I, I, on a Guru Town video. <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned this before, but uh old bubbles for Christmas got a got a little log. He's he's got terrain now. Ooh. Bubbles the fish has terrain in his fifteen gallon tank. If you'd like to donate a larger tank to Brent, PO box in the description below. <laughs> no, the the tank's the tank's solid. I will I will get maybe maybe a little more terrain. He's got He's got Train's a couple of lily pads. He's got a hollow yeah. log that he can swim. It's a plastic log, but it looks like a log. You know, it's yeah, oh, yeah. it's good terrain. He doesn't know the difference. Um, <laughs> no, but but RM, if you've had some negative experiences, um, I'm sorry. Keep trying. Like I think yeah. they're. I think on the whole, most people you'll run into in this hobby, pretty good. I mean, um, I feel like because RM's been around listening to this podcast for for quite a while. You know, but I mean, it's I, it's easy to have a a negative experience, and I oh, certainly absolutely. know the feeling yeah. of like one negative experience is worth a hundred positive or neutral ones. For sure, um, for sure. Yeah. But I I guess my point is that, like, every time we're making a video or we're doing a podcast, like, for the most part, like, we are trying to promote this hobby in a light of encouragement and positivity mm -hmm. like that. I feel like that's kind of our underlying goal, you know, the, the, the podcast is called paint bravely. There are many other podcasts and many other YouTube channels, especially that are kind of on the same wavelength. Like no one is calling anyone out for being a new painter. And I mean, you know, you, you go into some, darker areas on the internet and it gets a little seedy you know you go to some comment sections and who knows but i mean that's just like anything else right you go to one hobby shop and you might have a bad experience you go to another hobby shop and it might be the best hobby shop you've ever been to with people who actually care so yeah like try again continue yeah, to branch out yeah i think that's fair yeah um and you made the point casey that we are we are always trying to encourage people to get into this hobby because we do think it is a good use of time, yeah. uh, a good way to to calm down at the end of the day and build some skills and continue to build those over the course of a lifetime and get a, a feeling of accomplishment. And for the most part, that accomplishment can fit on a couple of shelves, maybe a couple of shelving units, depending on how much you accomplish. But Oh, yeah, certainly. Um. But of course, Casey, you and I are more attuned to like the YouTube space and sure there there are a couple of YouTube channels that are, I mean, just, just going with the times, like filled with hate and conspiracy theories. Um, yes, there are. Yeah. Um, but those channels at least recently have not done any painting and they're, they're, you know, kind of Warhammer adjacent, but, or gaming adjacent, but mm -hmm. Um, most, most of the crafters are pretty welcoming people, welcoming, tolerant, most, uh, yeah. not spouting cruel memes, hatred and conspiracy theories. So, yeah. So there's that. I, I mean, again, it's the community at large is very positive and, and welcoming. And obviously there's always going to be a few outliers. It's going to happen.
But like you said, those channels are dying, I guess. That's, that's a good way to put it. I mean, losing subscribers, hemorrhaging subscribers, maybe good way. I don't know. Or in some cases, just gone. <laughs> yeah, at, at the time we're recording this, uh, the Arch, formerly Arch Warhammer, before Warhammer told them they couldn't use the word Warhammer, um, that's kind of the the best known channel that could credibly be called a neo-nazi uh, my understanding is that he's not actually a neo-nazis but he he's like pretty chummy with neo-nazis so um that channel got like hacked by bitcoin scammers a few days ago oh. as of this recording and they moved to i don't know parlor or something until uh youtube i mean hopefully youtube restores their channel because uh losing well, your channel yeah. to bit coin scammers like i click on That's links no i shouldn't good. also you know like yeah <laughs> um but uh once youtube restores their channel i hope people realize that uh spending my time watching uh someone so full of hate and destruction um it's not good for me like i've especially with the uh the lynch mob taking over the capital last week i've been thinking a lot about hate and the spreading of hate and actually I've been thinking about star wars a lot the uh the second half of return of the jedi uh not right. so much the Jabba's sail barge stuff but the the throne room of yeah. you know luke confronting vader while also not giving in to hatred and um yeah and that's, I mean, like, that's, that's such a fine line to walk but just as, as i've gotten older like the star wars the dark side the light side the jedi's the Sith, like that stuff is actually a pretty good moral morality system. It actually like just becomes more and more true the more I think about it. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> yeah. I used to I used to really like the the Ewoks and the the A Wings from that movie, but turns out the throne room scene is really good cinema, so Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean that's that's the magic of Star Wars, right? Like you love it when you're little, and you love it when you're older. That's right. Yeah. Good good lessons all the way through. Uh, reject hatred. and Yeah. I mean, then... I, I think that's a, a really good point to fall back on. Um, like, not, like, okay, if you want to go the Star Wars route, like, the Emperor is trying to make Luke kill Darth Vader through being hateful mm -hmm. right the dark side is seductive it's uh i mean it's easier not more powerful but easier. it is uh quicker uh, yeah yeah like what i'm thinking is that while i don't necessarily agree with some of these other youtube channels like i certainly don't think that having your channel taken down by hackers and then youtube just being okay with that is okay like there's no, still capacity. Good. There is a capacity for people to change. Yeah, that's that's the Vader in that yeah. situation. Right. Any, anyone can no matter do. how far gone, anyone can come back. Uh in that situation, I don't I don't think that little guy is coming back. Like I think that's Yeah. <laughs> the third person in that scenario is the Emperor who uh is deplatformed and falls into the core, but uh Right. Well, that's that's supposed to be like the devil on your shoulder. 
Yeah, you're, trying you're not to make supposed you to be deplatformed by Bitcoin hackers. That's not how it's supposed to work. So no, no, you need your own audience to do that for you to tell you mm-hmm. we've had enough. And yeah. Darth Vader switching is that audience. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I hold out hope for some of these people, but uh, you know, we'll we'll see in time how it goes. I suppose. Yeah, I like to think I like to think Gamza can come back. I mean, he's he's uh, less neo-Nazi and more just posting like uh, angry, hateful, trollish stuff. Like it, right. like it's it's just jokes, but it's you know, not necessarily the, the in type good of form, hateful jokes isn't doesn't, yeah. doesn't really make it cool. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, he he talks about reading the Bible, and he mostly uses that to justify awful stuff. But uh, you know, some people use the Bible for good, though. So I. I have hope that yeah. uh, Gamza is is the Vader in this situation, and and someday he'll come back around to just kind of making tutorials and not being hateful, yeah, deplorable, yeah, yeah. Well, and and I mean that's just the problem, you know, standing on a platform that says one thing or whatever, and then trying to just manipulate it for your own benefit to justify anything it's like you can use anything to justify anything like you know what's right and wrong it is what it is yeah Yeah. so there are there are embarrassments in in our community um but they don't they don't paint so you don't need to worry about it (laughs) right they're not painters it's fine so if you if your hobby is painting you yeah, don't need to worry about those folks. Just, I mean, it's true. Like, uh, I knew about those channels, kind of. Yeah. Like I've stumbled across them, but I've I've only ever watched painting tutorials channels. You know, like when I got started, it was I mean, a lot of channels that don't exist anymore. Um, and Scott, <laughs> like a bunch of channels and Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, there's there actually are a bunch of little channels that um kind of look up to the the two bad actors I mentioned there. Um you don't need to don't need to worry about them. Like, yeah. Yeah, if you uh if if you see a small channel like making a video about a larger YouTuber, like not a collaboration but ju- and not like a random shout out in a video, but like if a small channel is making a video about Arch or about Gamza, um, you don't need to you don't need to worry about those guys. No, I feel like that's more of like trying to fill a void or I don't know, come Get in with an untarnished. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's there's actually a lot of those channels out there that really? just are like putting Arch in the title of their videos. But I mean, if you've they're, got they're, they're a dime a dozen, just just if you see a channel doing that, you you don't have to watch them, and then you're just guaranteed not to be contaminated with neo Nazi crap. So what was that? There's some random uh, channel that's all in Russian that keeps taking like he's taken your videos, he's taken uh, Squidmar's videos, and like redubbed oh, them. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think I mean there's there's a little bit of thievery going on there. I don't. Yeah. I haven't done the translation, but I don't think they're using our video to to spread 
not necessarily uh, spray anything, but just be like, state stuff. Uh, I took paint and put it on this thing. Look at me. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's just like, I know there are channels out there doing that. Yeah, there. there's <laughs> one Russian channel in particular that just redubs uh, videos from yeah. other painters and then puts like a slightly different thumbnail on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, and they, they're, they're pretty small and them, I just, I, I watch with great interest because I don't fully understand right. what it is that they're doing, but yeah, they, they seem to like the hobby and like our videos. So, uh, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it's probably perfectly fine. And it's like the best dub that they could make, you know, speaking both languages and cool. Okay. Why not just write the subtitles with the community contribution, but. Whatever. And they actually do link to the original videos in their description also. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all right, whatever. <laughs> like there's there's a lot of stuff out there. Um there's some hate that we for the most part as hobbyists tr need we just need to ignore it because there are just hateful people out there. And there's not much we can do other than, you know, if we are the ones spreading encouragement and trying to be the light in this hobby, then the more people that we bring into this hobby and the more people that understand that this is fun and it's, it's meant to be good, then that message is going to continue to spread. And there will be more people. I think this hobby does deserve that. Because it is a good hobby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have fully considered this question and I absolutely will continue to encourage people to give this hobby a chance because um vast majority of the community is great. The hobby itself is meditative and rewarding and good for, for self-development and all that stuff. So Absolutely, I continue to believe that people should get into this hobby. Um, yeah, that's all we need to say about that, really. Like, uh, and and if you do run into uh, some of that weird nerd hate, um, just ignore it, man. Man, yeah, I sometimes I go down a rabbit hole of like this Star Wars channel is just talking about Brie Larson for video after video after video. It's just the Star Wars wow. channel is way into Gamergate, but. What would Luke Skywalker do? Luke Skywalker's not into Gamergate, and like that's that's not who that's not what Star Wars is. Um, yeah. But that's a that's a whole different rant, you know. Save yeah, that one for later. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's a that's a different hobby anyway. But what would Luke Skywalker <laughs> do? You run in you I... run into some some real BS online or in the community. What would Luke Skywalker do? Move past it. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, you know confront it but then move past it right confront it yeah i mean i don't yeah. think we need to confront that sometimes occasionally and we have so that's that's the tricky question and that's why yeah, that's why that scene's so tough and he goes from like i will not fight you father to then he fights his father to then he won't fight his father i mean it's it's, well, it's tricky it's, right? it's 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 tough right like we are only human mm-hmm you know, and hate and anger is easy. So easy. And I, yeah. I do think that's why there are so many YouTube channels in general that are about 
reviewing other videos, reviewing other things and it being the negativity that drives that. And as sad as it is, like it's an easy trap to fall into. If you're going to niche your YouTube channel, don't go down the YouTube hate route. <laughs> uh, boom, brought it right back. Ex exactly. Yeah. Um, so, so I guess what we just revealed is that there aren't a lot of really hateful, spiteful, disgusting painting YouTubers <laughs> out there. Uh, I mean, that's actually I've, seen, something we're I've missing. seen one. I've seen one guy and I... I can never remember who it is because I'm I'm like equally appalled and also kind of <laughs> laughing at the same time because I don't understand it. Like he's definitely taking the piss out of out of YouTube channels and he's been doing it for a while. But he sits there and like I don't I don't know. He he just paints stuff and he paints like halfway decently, but it's just like, oh take the paint and you slap that shit down over here and then he just starts laughing about it and he's like and that's it. It's like, I, but then he's talking okay, crap about it. You're gonna have to it, find like, this and and share it with me. I honestly, I've tried to find it, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> and I want to know what it is because it was, it was like I said, like equally hilarious and appalling at the same time. I just didn't know what to think about it, and I should have subscribed, and I didn't. So if anybody knows uh, what I'm okay, talking well, about, if you please... find it again, you let me know. But but a rock, if you're ever thinking about niches for hobby content, um. Look, there's there's hateful lore channels and there's not hateful lore channels mm -hmm. and there's and there's good painting channels, but there are no just really hateful, intolerant, deplorable painting channels. And That's a good point. Yeah. Look, not saying you should, but I'm saying the niche is open. And I mean, and I'm it's a good thing the niche but... is open, but <laughs> there's room to grow there if you. I mean, technically, yes, there is an audience there. Do we you will want turn to cultivate on you that? If you do this, but one hundred percent, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you will not be our friends anymore. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry that this is the only niche option we've given you, but uh, right. or, or the faces of Warhammer. That's the other. I'm telling option. you, the faces or um, oh wow, oh man, I forgot the name. I had a great name for capes earlier. I forgot it already. Oh, um. Actually, A Rock does some pretty nice capes, so that that could be an option. Um, All right, you could get really into the Imperial Roman Starter Army because people are always wanting me to paint this, and I, <laughs> I still haven't yet. So, but they're uh, somebody's got to. Yeah, there's definitely a niche open for painting Roman. So I'll tell you that right now. I mean, I don't think you'll get get a ton of love for it, but Romans look cool. They look cool. Mm -hmm. You know, it'd be even better though. Is to buy the Cromlech Roman Centurion bits and put them on Space Marines, because that would actually get views. <laughs> actually, conversions—that's a—that's a niche that I don't think anybody's hit on directly. Like uh, always, Mezgeik. conversions. Well, Mike okay, Mezgeik sure. was doing a great job, and then he stopped posting for a little while. But well, I mean, he—he he takes so long to make each Fair. piece that that I mean, that's. He runs at like one video a year, gets tons of views, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but I mean, strictly, I'm going to convert these for this reason and not not even necessarily paint or, uh, you know, sculpting 101 with green stuff isn't taken. Um, I have not found a good like channel that teaches you how to sculpt with green stuff. Yeah. Uh. 
you know, ever since Darren Latham wasn't allowed to post anymore, like if you can get a job at GW right. and post on uh, YouTube, yeah. like that niche, that niche is wide open. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they'll let you though. No. I mean, no, if you're an ex Conversions is a good one. Get a job at GW, learn how to paint better, you know, yeah. or however they do it. Get yourself uh, a quit. puppet. Quit oh. GW. And then oh. that's how you'd have to do that, right? You'd, you'd have say, to quit. I was going to say secret GW employee. Like, so they know, they know you're one of like five possibilities, but you wear a right. puppet the whole time, like Craftsman. Uh, yeah, I was looking up hand puppets the other day on Amazon. Surprisingly expensive. Make your own. I know. I thought about it. Even the kids are, I mean, they're not super expensive, but still. Like, uh, you know, I've done, I've done a little hand puppetry on the channel before. I had a little little Squidmar Squid. He's made some voice appearances on the channel, you know. I thought that was pretty fun. I, I like me some Craftsman. Yeah, Craftsman of painting minis. So you paint minis, but yeah. just sock puppet the whole time. I mean, I, I would watch it. Of yeah. course, then everyone would compare you to Craftsman, and, and that's probably not a good thing. Yeah, different type of puppet. Uh, what do you want? Paints man. Paints man. <laughs> Paints man, steady painting. Steady painting. <laughs> Look, we've given you a ton of ideas. Uh, I mean, these are uh, gold ideas, okay? Yeah. <laughs> All right. We, uh, I see that you have one more thing posted at the bottom of our notes here, Casey. I did just because we haven't talked about it in a little while. Teal Lizardman. Ooh. Yeah, new uh, Underworlds coming soon. At least I think it's new. I'm pretty sure it is. It's new. <laughs> I saw this picture somewhere. Um, yeah, so some new lizard men coming out for Underworlds, and they look pretty sick. Yeah, uh, I've, Underworlds. Uh, I, I I love the idea of Underworlds so much. These boxes are all so good. Well, like for 35 30 bucks, or, right? I think they upped it 30 from bucks? 30 to 35 dollars. I think they made that change, but okay. Uh, I thought they'd been, but either way, that's still well, sweet. That's a great price for like a box of awesome models. Yeah, so this is six lizard men figures, and at GW prices, that's pretty good because yeah. at least several of these you can definitely use as like hero characters. There's mm-hmm. there's a skink star priest kind of guy there. Oh, 100% yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, a big priest. Soros warrior. He's a squad leader at least. Yeah. yeah, it's it's nice, and I'm probably gonna buy it. Uh, I've been I've been also looking into lizard men. So I've got a handful. You know, I, I got to think about options. You know, coming up right. I'm, I'm almost done with this corn army. Kind of thinking like, yeah, painting an army every quarter, every three or four months, whatever, sounds pretty nice. So, you know, weighing my options, uh, got a bunch of towel, got a bunch of towel. But now, but now Squidmar's on towel, so I gotta hold off. Just don't do blue towel. He's doing blue towel. You do, uh, doing something Any else other towel. thing. Anything else? <laughs> That's true. Um, but lizard men sound awesome, and I, I I painted that star priest a while back, and it was super cool and great, and I loved it. Um, and painting more lizards sounds fun, so might have to go down that rabbit hole. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get there myself, and actually, I probably will have to pick this box up too. 
Sweet. All right. Anything else for today, Casey? I don't think so. All right, take us out. All right. Well, thank you again for joining us on another episode of Paint Bravely. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help us out by leaving us a review on iTunes, subscribing to the YouTube channel, and sharing this message with your hobby friends. And as always, we appreciate each and every one of you for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Yep. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. <laughs>